Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. This week on Seriously Dad, we go back to school. We're talking about what it was like when we went back to school. We're going to talk about what our kids are going through back to school. We're going to get into the craziness of school uniforms all the way down to the partying that happens in high school and and, and what that means and, and how we can use that and our histories to pass that on to our kids. Check it out. Seriously, Dad. Seriously, Dad. Two father comedians out of Philadelphia. Dad. 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 Seriously. We are back, and it is back to school time. Speaking of back, back I mean, school, like back to school, getting ready. I, I'm not getting ready, but my <laughs> wife is getting ready. We had to go back. I did new teacher training. I teach some of the new teachers. Uh, oh, you like, teach the teachers? So yeah, I teach. Oh, that's sure. one of my favorite things to do. Actually, that's really what I want to pivot to. Uh, if, you know, for as long as I stay in education, my goal is to teach nice. teachers now. Okay. So I go in for the last seven or eight years and uh, uh, do two sessions. The first one is like a Neo in the Matrix buffet of all of the tech tools that our school uses so that when they oh, hear the terms, the I can kind of help them say, okay, you're going to hear this a lot and this is why you're going to hear this word and you'll only need it if you're doing X, Y, and Z. Okay. And so my goal there is to just kind of give a minute to breathe. I have to get, I have to let them know about these systems that we have in place, but my, my goal is to make them, cause it's a whirlwind. When you're a new teacher that week, it's like, you're there seven to three. You're in all these meetings. It's just meeting, meeting, meeting. Oh, you can't get to it. your classroom. You can't. So all the prep has to come after it. But you look like you put your hand in a socket at the end because you're just so stressed with all of this influx of information. So uh, my goal is to like help, help them because I come in second day, mid-morning before lunch and just kind of give a little comic relief obviously i you know i, I use humor in there but nice. uh just helping them decide what's useful and what's not and then the second day is a more hands-on of this the the classroom we use a system called canvas and it's like a virtual classroom system that now since covid a lot of teachers are still using for kids to turn things so in to assign are stuff. you doing like so you're not doing training like okay if you're in class and raul tells Steve, that he's a little piece of shit and stands up. You need to get so in nobody. Them. I, there's there is no training for that. The, like to be honest, like when those moments happen, like sometimes if you're in a school where it happens a lot, maybe they do train you on how to de-escalate oh. and how not to uh, escalation is the term they use where don't flame the fire, you right. know, uh, and how to how to separate. But I mean, the, um, fortunately, I don't teach in a school where we have to spend a time on that. Okay. Other than the situation, which is tell the kid that's antagonizing to get out or you call or you go over to the phone, and you call for the yeah. school officer to come down. And then an officer and comes like, ex- ex- yeah, yeah. Comes yeah. or Albert. a dean or a pr- assistant principal or whoever. Uh, they'll have someone you call down to the office. Yeah, when I was in school, they call, yeah, they those call schools, it. they call it Albert. Just be like, teach them jujitsu. <laughs> yeah. kind of need it. Yeah. yeah, yeah but, uh, they call it the Owl so, Patrol when I was in so school. Yeah, so, yeah. So, like, we're getting ready. So then that was this week. Next week, the teachers go back. All the teachers come back. Welcome back meeting. Here's some new initiatives for this year. And hopefully they get some time in their rooms because then the next week is go time. Kids come 28th ready to roll so you know we're doing it as teachers but we also have to get our kids because now both of our kids 
our school age, full day school age. Yeah. And I, it makes me think about like when we were kids. Like my favorite for my daughters now is seeing what book bags they want. Because I don't know about you, but like book bags and lunch bags when you were in like elementary was like that's how you showed your that was that was important. And like it was that, you know, I, I, a do you remember? Bag every do you year. remember any of the ones you had as a kid? I, mine were always. I didn't get. I didn't get like cool. They were just like whatever book uh, bag, like a purple bag. You See, know, like a Jansport. I guess that was yeah, like a, yeah, right, that was a big like, one. Um, but I never had like a really awesome bag. I, I never, that wasn't pinnacle wasn't my of my cards. career, 1991 WWF. And it was WWF then. It wasn't the WWE Panda Wild bullshit, Federation. Yeah. It was World Wrestling Federation. And it was like this locker style book bag. So it wasn't your typical shape. It was like a big square. And it zipped from the side and it opened like a locker. What? And then it had like, oh, on the left, second row. Jesus. Uh, right there? All the way over. Yeah, I think that, that was, was it. Was it right there? Big square bag. <sighs> God. Wow. Yes, that's that it. it. Oh my huh? God. Um, if you're viewing on YouTube, you'll be able to hopefully uh, see. Look at that thing. Whoa. But it was like. Was that the Ultimate Warrior? Ultimate the Warrior, Bush, Legions the... of Doom, Hulkster. And it opened from the side. It had a little compartment up top to slide your shoes in for gym class. And then, and for me, that was big because I was a Catholic school then. So we had to wear like dress shoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you had a room where you could slide your books in underneath and it looked like a locker, essentially. Now, you were hype about that for like a week and a half, right? Sure, and I, you know, were, like, I, I think I might. I, I'm still hype right now. Okay. <laughs> right. Like I just saw that photo and I almost lost my. Yeah, it that was, is true. Like, yeah, like, like, so that was the book bag. But then you also had the you also had the lunchbox. And this is deceiving. It looks like a lunchbox. I didn't realize it's yeah. just small in the shop. But okay, so there was a lunchbox of this. So, as well? so you also well now the lunchbox you would carry. It had a handle. Right. It was the typical I do, plastic. plastic. I, now I do remember you know, those, those plastic ones. It one. came with a matching thermos. Now yes. I think I had a wrestling one, but it would have it wouldn't have been that same design. But it would have been like a WWF uh, lunchbox. And I forget what the name of it was. It was just Thermos that made them, the company. That so, little, oh, yeah, it would have right been there. like the uh, the one maybe in the top left. I bet you those things like are worth that. a ton of fucking money right now. Where it was just all of the stars on it. It came with the, yeah, it said WWF yep, and the Hulkster Thermos. Right up front, Rowdy Rowdy And Piper it, the Thermos there, fit inside. There was enough time for it, enough room for a sandwich and a snack. And the vegetable sticks that you wouldn't eat, and it was just all there. You know, it was all. You know, it's funny is I didn't have that, but there is a level of nostalgia. I must have had something because I'm seeing this, and something's. Do you know all of those guys? Do you know the characters on that? Sergeant Slaughter, Rick Flair, yep, Macho Man Randy Savage, yep, Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake, Rowdy Roddy. Um, You saw the Undertaker there. I can't. I don't think right behind Rick Flair. That's the Undertaker right there. Okay. I mean that's that's about Jimmy Dugan a, with the two by four in the back. Yeah. Hacksaw, Jim Hacksaw, Dugan, Jim, Roddy, Roddy Piper, Big Boss Man. Uh, is that Sid Vicious? Yeah, Earthquake yeah. in the back left, who looks like Vince Kowalski. By he the does. Way. Wait, wait, Sid Vicious was that's the guy from the Sex Pistols. He they they, they I, made him a wrestler. There, I don't know. In the back is that the Brutus Barber Beefcake with the scissors, maybe. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. More important. More. More like. You know all these people. Some of these people are still making money off of this shit. Oh, right? my goodness. The Hulk's well, are still well, making money. Did Rick you see Flair's the wrestler with Mickey Rourke 
where no, it like was no. the docudrama of what it's like to be one of those. Oh, if you're not if you're not a megastar, that's a shitty life. It's so sad. Like it ruined it. It was like when you find out Santa's not real and he's just yeah. a drunk that shows up at the mall. Like, oh my god, it was so sad. I was gonna and say was, I was gonna say when you find out your Nikes are made by a four year old <laughs> in another country. Yeah, like, but, that's yeah, a good yeah, like wait a minute, these are. Yeah, that's uh, but those guys are still making money up there. Shit, that's insane. Man. But that, I mean, that having that book and marching into school, third grade at St. Rose Elementary in Carbondale, Pennsylvania, and I'm Jesus all like, Christ, amped up, six man. years old, getting on the bus, like yeah. I must have been like eight, seven eight. or eight, and I'm like getting on the bus. I can't get this education, brother. <laughs> yeah, pumped up here to swim gym, dude. I um, I I don't remember at that age going to school. I remember being like sixth, seventh, eighth, like. Yeah. And for me, it was about the clothes. It was about the drip. Right. Now they we didn't I call feel it like drip middle school. I feel something. like not until middle school I cared about drip. We well, had uniforms. Middle, middle school, you cared about sneakers only. That's yeah. how I felt. Yeah, I remember I had the, some Charles Barkleys, like these Nike Air Maxes. That were that was a hot sneaker. And then I had a lot of skateboard shoes. I had a lot of Vans. I had a lot <laughs> Air of Airwalks. Airwalks. I had shit like that because I was riding skateboards. And then in high school, then it was like the whole outfit. You had you had right. the whole fit had to be good. Oh, you had yeah. to look sharp. I wore a lot of Mark Echo back then. Remember oh. that company, Mark Echo with the rhinoceros? <laughs> yeah, a lot of Mark Echo back then. That was it. Timberland boots, shit like that. So you never you know had a I mean? uniform. Yeah, and when we lived in New York, and I went to private school, I went to Hebrew private school, Park East Day School. We had uniforms. That was like a cutoff sweater. I think we had collar shirts under mm-hmm. dark slacks, and my mom made us wear penny loafers. Yep. Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah. But that was yeah. bullshit because you could never do anything athletic. That was a problem. Be like, oh, we get recess outside. Have fun in your loafers, oh. bitch. If you, <laughs> if you had your locker WWF book bag, then you would have had your sneakers. So you changed your sneakers at recess. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sneakers at gym class because we had to have a, we had a gym uniform, too. So, like, right. most oh, yeah. of I mean, I went to six different schools, but the Catholic schools had a uniform and had a gym uniform. We had a gym uniform, yeah. too. And yeah. so, yeah. So, but even for recess, you would then change your shoes and you would get your sneakers out. And, and so you could go, go hey, so that you could kickball go play shit. dodgeball. Yeah, yeah, kid ball. was Mr. Rogers. Yeah, I used to, I, I used to have my grandmother. I would win the presidential patches. Okay. All right, for those of you who don't know, it means I was a badass at a young age. And I would have them sew, sew them on my shoulders, bro. Jesus. So I'm sitting there like, and I would have my fucking blue and red patches on my shoulders. Like, yo, motherfuckers, this. this is who I am. Back then, only like two that's kids little, got this shit. That's like little kid airborne. Like, it's, yeah. He's just like, trying, it's, like his, it's like Navy SEAL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a purple heart. Now, now you also, you gotta remember, I went to a Hebrew private school. Oh, there were not a lot of patches in that school. I had the only one with patches. Me and this other kid were the only one who had patches. And he did it. I got the idea there wasn't him. a lot of patches. And I was like, dude, I want these on my art. And I was like, that was That's that cool. guy. Yeah, man. The, and my, the, cause you're right. You like, when we have a uniform, mm-hmm. like you can't show off. So like at first we even had a school tie. So in middle school, you could do the sneakers at like gym and recess. And then it was Air Jordans were like the apex. Never owned a pair. And it was one of those schools I transferred in at like third grade. They, a lot of them had been with each other since preschool. So I got accepted in, but there were kids that came in in seventh and eighth grade where it was harder to get in. But if you had, if you could have Air Jordans, I never had have Air Jordans. Have you never, in your entire life, you never so owned I, a pair of Jordans? So my first paycheck, I think I mentioned this before, my first paycheck as a school teacher, I went over to the outlets and I got a pair of Air Jordans. Nice. Uh, and I tell you what, shittiest sneakers I've ever owned in my life. Yeah. Did you ever have a pair of Air Jordans? 
Well, we, the, the hope was I would no, get we, did. and I was trying so hard. And like, they were a hundred bucks. My mom's weren't going to pay for that. It's like, yeah. we had a guy that we had a friend in the family who was in the military who was away and stationed in Taiwan where they're made. And uh, did you so hook they, it up? And, they, and so that was always the hope. It never came through. But that See, was, I just still I, remember. I mean, I played ball. So, I mean, I, I just yeah. didn't want air. Like, they weren't comfortable. And I didn't understand kids that could run in them. I always ended up just going. So I ended up else. having, like, kind of like you said about your book bags. I had the shoe version of that. I had the the shoe with the purple basketball on the side for yeah. the Kmart. Yeah. Okay. You know, and so yeah. it's like, we didn't. Yeah, Do a little pay less, less action. Pay less. Yeah. Also, don't forget, I have a size 15 foot. So my mom was like, okay, so that's a house mortgage that I'm going to need to oh, pay yeah, to get yeah, shoes yeah. for this kid. See, I, I wore Jordans, but only to play basketball. I, I never really wore them to, out, like to look yeah, cool. Yeah. Or like if I finished the season and I had to, I would wear them to school for like the, but I was never like, oh, I got to get these Jordans to wear out. But people love people. They call well. They Jordan. had a club. It was called the Jordan Tears, and you could wow. be in the Jordan Tears cool. if you had wow. Jordan. If you had Jordan, this is a club in your Third school. Grade, they had kid yeah. Nick, who had started this club. Rich of, Nick, if you could yeah, see, rich prick Nick. Yeah, his own basketball hoop in oh, his house that was did. in the ground. It wasn't the one. No, that wasn't you, that like, bullshit with the water? Yeah, like, that they actually over put it in. And, yeah, uh, and uh, he had. You couldn't sit at his table for lunch unless you had what Jordans. Dick, holy. Nick and, uh, the yeah, dick. he had to be part of the Jordan tears. He was always starting something like that. He always was, and, I, and so I just couldn't be a part of it. I just didn't want to be part of Jordan over. tears anyway. So I was like, uh, I was like, you know uh, what? That's fine. When it came to ball, it was uh, and one clothing at a yeah. certain yeah, point. So and one was like, one. you know, that was huge. The big baggy shorts was big because I was like Grant feel, Hill Grant had like on that sponsorship in my era. And so the goal in middle school, then when you were outside of school or on the occasional casual Friday, then you would you would suit up. So it was like if you had feelers and you had to have feel of sneakers, sweats, feel, feel of socks, yeah, yeah, feel yeah, of shorts, yeah. feel of shirt. Like you had to have it all. I love all of this now because a lot of us in our heads, we like, dude, we must have looked so cool. But you know for a fact that like none of the girls, the girls noticed. Are, yeah, all the girls, like the girls are like, oh, swooning. Feel it. Right? Uh, I'm feeling a certain way. Like, it's like, <laughs> get right. out of here. Like we did not. It, yeah. I was on the basketball team. So like then you're like, oh, you're trying to like, you had to. Michael Jordan cologne. Michael Jordan cologne. Like, I had Michael Jordan cologne. The Tommy yeah. Hilfiger was Tommy big Hill then. Tommy so Hilfiger was like, big, yep. So then we could kind of wear like a hoodie over our like uniform that we had to wear to the game. Nautica. Like, Remember Nautica? Nautica. Yeah. Nautica. Oh, Nautica. God, Nautica kids D, just uh, covered it. Nautica had a cool cologne for a while that was kind of like the air tank. Nautica competition. Yeah, yeah. and I really liked that. I, I had that for a minute. No, I always liked the way that smelled mixed with weed. All right, we get it. You were a cool kid. Shut up. I like the way cologne smell when you because you guess when you were spraying. Did you at least look awkward, or did you look as good as you look? I probably looked awkward. I had a big afro. You had a big fro, but we just we just don't know. Let me get into the. I had a big afro. I was. Yeah, I was I was an interesting kid because I had like this jockey side of me where I was playing basketball and stuff, but then I was riding snowboards and skateboards. And right. So I was like, you could see yeah. me one day, I, I, I'd look like, and you could see me another day, I'd look totally different. That is so, a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Yeah, yeah it's a weird thing. It's like, yeah, so all the jocks were jocks, and then I went more skater, goth route. That now were you like, so in terms of the kids around you, were there kids, did did they look like you? Were there people that were more black than you? Were you around no, mostly white kids? I was around most. So when I was in Northeastern Pennsylvania, upstate New York, mostly white kids. So did mostly you, white so kids. then, and then did there you, was like four. So did you do cool stuff with your hair that you knew they couldn't do? Yeah, like corn, right, like cornrows so cool. and shit. Yeah. I had a big afro. I, I, I had three really good friends and they were all, all the black because all the black kids hung out together. And, uh, when we were hanging out, then I was like wearing that Mark Echo shit with the fucking Tims to school, and was really like trying to look good 
at school. That's what I really want to do. We need a photo shot. of Al with him. Oh, I got to talk to his dad. <laughs> I'll bring in photos of me if he brings I, photos. I definitely have a photo somewhere of me with an afro. But yeah, that was, and then we were like, we were like, that's when we balanced it, right? So we never wore jock stuff to school. We wore like the nice clothes to school. Mm -hmm. And then the jock stuff, like when it was time to be a jock. That's when you had like out different outfits. Yeah. Yeah, I think uniforms was... like so. Well, you're uh, so with Lainey today. Does she wear a uniform? Or no she... uniform. No uniform in school. Um, you know, we we did a little, a little school shopping over the weekend. Here's the thing about school shopping. You think this is for the girl dads out there. You think you're like a good father until you go school shopping, and the lady looks at you and goes, "So what size is she?" And right. you're like four and a half feet i'd say give her yeah. a thing you just tell me you're building a boat you're like fuck yeah. i have no idea i don't even know what to start because like they go up to 12 and then they move from like toddler to kid but even that is like subjective because like yeah. right now both of my daughters are wearing because my my oldest is sort of where she's gone up so now she's like really thin and tall where my other daughter hasn't hit the growth spot yeah, yet. So they're yeah. kind of wearing, they can wear the same size right now where like youngest is seven. Uh, my oldest is nine, but like they're wearing like eight, 10, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's like, they can wear right now. They're this uh, area where they can wear those clothes, but yeah, it's by age. But even that is weird because yeah, yeah, you got to yeah, try it on yeah. their kids. They're growing. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. So I think you get a little bit of a pass on that because, and honestly, it's like, well, this week, yeah. I mean, she's, but it is, you know, it, it is embarrassing. She looks at you. She asks her what side and, She's looking you right in the eye. She knows you have no fucking yeah. clue. You're like, well, yeah, I won't up that. Yeah, much. I mean, you uh, should say it's, it's like, like it's different brushes. each week, to be yeah. honest. So no, when you buy shoes, do you do the thing where you buy them big so they can grow into them? So I think I so I don't buy shoes. My mom buys all the. My mom's like the one on top of all of that because oh. she's the one in the morning getting them ready for the bus. So she'll oh, start so noticing. So actually, actually, this year I'll be the one doing that too. So I might start noticing that more. But yeah, like. We buy for my older one because then we're like, oh well, eventually my younger one can wear can them. Wear the shoes. Um, but yeah, so I, right now I, because uh, the other day I saw, I'm like, Lisey, just get those on. Those are your shoes, and she's like, no, those are Katie's, and it, they were the same shoe, just it wasn't a size, and I uh, wasn't paying attention you, to what size it was. I still don't know. What yeah, it is. I don't know the size of yours. I'm like, I don't know. Look at her. Like, can't you tell by looking at them what size they are? But um, no uniforms. Uh, she's uh, let's see. Skylar got these two really two jumpsuits yesterday. We went to the outlets. Okay. Which, by the way, you got to hit the outlets. Like nothing's two things. I realize five below is your friend, and the outlets. I, I'm a five below. I'm like Papa Warbucks up in that bitch. I'm like, you want <laughs> throw it in the car, baby? I got you. Like she doesn't even know it's three dollars. I'm like, get two of them here. You know, she thinks I'm like the king of the world. And uh, and the outlets, it's, it's very inexpensive stuff. Skylar got really nice pink Jordan jumpsuit oh, matching cool. and she got a nike jumpsuit man she looks so cute and she got white nikes all at the outlet for like probably like 30 bucks like yeah that's nothing uh laney got a couple hoodies she's in the hoodies right now so she got a couple hoodies can't get jeans though because she's got that thing where she got really long legs a very small waist so the jeans just all look yeah not there yet like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta figure that one out but yeah that's tough so i i kind of like that's why i think i feel for the uniforms because i'm like it's great like i know we could afford it it's nice but i often think about it like like, like, like the kids who can't, and like I think about the Jordan Tears thing, and what if kids are getting made fun of because they can't, yeah, because like, the, they can't be in the Jordan Tears. Yeah, they, they can't be. They, they can't afford the their. So I like the concept of uniforms, especially in like 
like I think the school district that I used to live in, Pottstown, they do a school uniform even though they're a public school. For that, is it for because, that? Is that why that, it for that why, reason? Yeah. So you're you're leveling the playing field because it's not fair to some of these kids are getting made fun of for what they're wearing. Yeah. You can't, you know, you, that you're worried about like laying your clothes out the next day. There's all yeah. these things. I only wore a uniform. You only, My entire yeah. education yeah. until college. Yeah, so what, they give you five uniforms? They give you three? Yeah, that's you gotta a, launder them? Like it what? does suck. You, you, have, buy, you have to go <laughs> launder them? them? No. <laughs> it's a wool sweater made in 1925. Yeah. That weighs eight pounds. <laughs> So and then we would just go to Goodwill and just get like white you shirts. You probably alternate between khakis and navies, right? For pants or um, something like that. No, like, just one set of yeah, that was it. Oh, just they one don't set come of, from the school. You no, just no. Know so what you, you go to, to a wear. you go to a you nearby go to a, store that, that does uniforms that has them there because then might the sweater might have the name of the school. The on school it. usually yeah, gives it to did. you. Like the schools usually like, go here to order your uniforms, and you would order whatever sizes. And you know, of course, me going in, they're just like, I don't know, dude. We don't have enough fabric for yeah, this. Like, you know what I mean? But but I actually liked it. I actually did because it was much cheaper. I realize now it was the best way. Like it is cheaper and it's it's ridiculous. Well, it's easy. That, You're not yeah, thinking about it. Like it's cool. You like uh, nice clothes from the outlets for your daughter. I think that's yeah. great. But it's like if you only had to get those, like these are your outside clothes or just you know these are play clothes, and then you have a couple of nice clothes. You don't have to worry about all the clothes that they'll eat through right, going to right. school and the wear and tear. Like mm-hmm. I actually because we would. Did you get wait? You had Catholic school. So were you? When were you in Catholic school? At, and at what age were you? So like, I did Catholic school f- uh, first, second third and then fifth through 10th. Okay, cool. So yeah. then you got to do some of the boys stuff that you could get away with. I always felt bad for the girls. They, well, they got skirts in the summer, which is cool. Yes. The boys, we Polo would, shirts. we would get a cheap goodwill shirt, just a, 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 a you know, a, a button up collared shirt. And I would just cut off. Cut None it. of us and had any, yeah, we yeah. were all wearing midriffs underneath. That's all so of us. Funny. Like the NFL. Cause we had to wear the sweaters. The there was a certain, it was like labor day kind of yeah, rules. That's right. It was like till so, October yeah. 15th and then back again. Then you could April, switch to a lighter polo. polo. And okay. so, up to that so, point, we all had wool sweaters and crop tops. Yeah. We were all wearing yeah. crop tops. I, 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 I did that. Cause like we used to have to work dress up on the day we had basketball games. Right. I did the same thing. I had like a shirt up to here. I had the tie there and then I just had a sweater yeah, over. Yeah, just over top. Done, yeah. done. So well, the cool thing for us, so once you got out of like elementary, you had the clip-on tie, but if you forgot your, then when you got older, you could tie your own tie and you could then bring, so I used you to get like Looney Tune ties, oh. like Marvin yeah. the Martian, like, yeah. you know, you would do, that's how you would express yourself with your tie yep. and they just had to have a suit coat or the sweater, but yep. you, we weren't, they weren't like making a certain style. So like I, you know, one time for a school dance, I did all black with a white suit coat. What? And so then, and then a red tie. Oh, you're killing. Yeah. I was like, Miami, they call me Miami Vice. Well, yeah, really. Ripping this kid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And uh, so, but I kept it in my, so what you would do is you would keep it hanging on the hook. Like it wasn't even like on a hanger. It's like you would just keep it by the time you're in high school. You oh, just yeah. kept one in your yep. locker to yeah. have. Yeah. And you're like, whatever. But then your tie was your only thing. And if you forgot your tie, you would get in trouble, right? They would give you the little clip on from the elementary kids that went up no, to like, gosh, here. Yeah, around and then it's tie. like, well, we, and I, I have this vivid memory of in third grade uh steve bogusky coming in uh, wearing his steve steve, Bogusky, wearing his tie because it was one of those that went around your neck and clipped you know what i mean yeah and then but he didn't have a shirt on so when he took his his coat off he just had he the, just like, had like a, like a chip a and tie. Tie. yeah Fucking Steve Bogusky. He and would do I that. honestly think he for just forgot to put a shirt Steve on. Bogusky, I think he's he like just that. or I don't know. He was well then oh, they also made think... the zipper ties. Remember they made zipper ties? Zipper ties. It was zipper like ties. one that would go around and zip, zip, zip. No. 
Okay. Yeah, zipper ties. I had no idea. It was like a, it was like a clip on two point so it didn't clip on. It actually went over. So you put it over your head, and it was on a zipper track. And then you oh, just pull cool. the knot up. It'd be a zipper. So we had the ones that either you like had the little flip. Like my my grandpa was a like a mall security cop, and they had the ones that had the little flip thing little that hook. you would hook, yeah. and then it would just clamp down. Yeah. Or they had the ones that like you see like that there that they they're around your neck. It's like yeah, a that little thing's a zipper. That's a zipper. Yeah, thing. yeah. Oh, this. A zipper. Yeah, this is on the track. I never just, saw cool. these. Probably because they're. It's far too fancy for my liking. I, I knew how to tie a tie, so I could tie a tie in the dark. Yeah, now we tied like, it so many times. You know what I mean? Where it's, yeah, it's almost ridiculous. But yeah, there's like a little yeah, zipper. We, so we didn't have... Interesting. The, one of the biggest things I remember about school and uniforms, and I, I actually, I feel bad for the girls. There were so many restrictions on what the girls could wear. Yes. And a lot of those restrictions were based on how the boys would not be able to control themselves. That's pretty, that's pretty correct. Well, up. now it's weird. That's pretty now, fucked now it's up. even weirder because now with everything and it's like they're, they're very hands off. They're very hands because like, they don't want to tell someone. It's what like to, yeah, we have like stuff yeah. like no spaghetti straps or you can't be strapless, uh, but like uh, or the yoga pants kind of thing. So but they can wear yoga pants to school. So they can wear yoga pants to school, um, which is weird. But like, I, yeah, I think the goal was though. I think some places they have where you have to wear a t-shirt that like that covers, covers like what? it. Yeah, down to your like thigh or whatever. Yeah. But see, that's that's weird. Yeah, but, women but, would be pulled out of class. But in, in our fucking handbook, this is in public school. It was like you can't wear this, and the reasoning was because you will distract the boys. Was that the re- that's what? Yes. So, so it was like your skirt couldn't be a, more than a dollar bill above your knee. Yep. You couldn't have like a spaghetti strap. Yep. I think like cleavage. Yeah. It couldn't really be exposed. Um, and it was all about like, yeah, if you wear that, then the boys can't concentrate. Right. That's a, f- that's so fucking weird. Yeah, and yeah. then hair color. That was oh, another really? one. You, it, you couldn't dye your hair an unnatural hair color. Oh wow. I thought so public school would have been. No purples, wow. no greens. I'm going to pull up uh, schools. I'm just going to randomly, cause some of them have them online. I'm going to see if I can find, uh, a dr- oh here, dress code. All right. Here's a middle school. Uh, reserves the right to prohibit. Dress, jewelry, hairstyle that is beyond current community accepted standards or in any manner jeopardizing to the health, welfare, or safety of a student or other students. Any clothing judged to be a disruptive influence in class or interfering with the educational rights of others is considered improper dress. Certain types of clothing and hairstyles may be required for physical education classes or for extracurricular activities such as band and athletics. So then it says clothing and accessories are not permitted if they have sexually suggestive writing or pictures, okay. advocate violence, advertise or promote the use of tobacco, alcohol, or drugs. Oh, have wow. Double meaning, wording, or obscene language are disrespectful or offensive to others. That's sort of like a. That's a like you throw that one in and you're like that yeah. bullet point or disrespectful or offensive yeah. to other like that's a hard one because that's like the well, catch all that's like you remember what our big one was right it was the juicy sweatpants oh yeah where it's right all on the, the women with riding, different riding stuff on, on the, the butt. butt and everything like that a lot of women school? well no of course even if like on a dress down day or something like that yeah you get you, women yeah well get I remember when I first juicy Jesus Christ what, I remember yeah, pink, juicy, when I first started sexy, when started, I first started you know, teaching it was like oh five oh six uh, whale tails were the thing. The, the fuck is that? The style of underwear that was like a thong, 
and the way they they would wear it above their the, the pant they line. would wear it above oh. their, their pant line and it looked like a whale My favorite tail. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, not of like, young ladies. I meant like, yes, I'm, I know what you're talking about. Club Risque, the whale tails um, are amazing. But like, that was a big thing because I remember like, walk, like you're supposed to walk. One of the things they tell you is like, you have to walk around the room. Don't just stand up at the top. And I walked to the back of the room and it was like, I went to SeaWorld and I was like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> I am not going back there ever again. Back in class is scary, guys. I've like stayed tail. at the podium and yeah, I stay yeah. at the front of my room now. Oh boy. I mean, but that was the thing back then, and it was just like, nope, I can't, nope. Uh, shout out Desi Masella. What's up, girl? Thanks for showing your butt during class. I appreciate <laughs> it. Sorry, I just want to shout out. She, you know, Catholic school was it was sad sometimes, you know what I mean? But every once in a while, Desi Masella would just, like, walk to the front of the class and just, she would have nylons and everything on underwear, but, like, she would just flip it at the guys, like just show her butt real quick, okay, like as a like, myself, and I, it was always a very nice like, thank you very much. It was never got weird or anything. She was just like, boop, like that, yep. and you'd be well, like, and the girls would wear the different levels of how they would get short. Someone would wear the long skirts, but yeah, I, yeah, you'd know, and then you'd see them across the way the desk would be in a room, and you'd see some of them like flapping themselves, <laughs> and you'd be like, what are you doing? Stop! <laughs> I'm trying to learn math right now. You, you Jeez, know, what, you know what was weird is that we had these we had these dress codes in our school until there was a pep rally. And then the cheerleaders were just slutty as could be. They were dressed uh, like their shorts were, and they would wear the they would wear the fucking uniforms to school, right? Like during the day, the shorts were all high and shit. And, they, and I was like, so wait a minute, like yeah, right. they just, were just that was the only time you could pretty much get Those, away with yeah, it. And yeah, it was Catholic like, school, they're the worst. We're the yeah. worst, like yeah. You know, I and I had like my girlfriend in, in middle school. I was girl, my girlfriend for years. And like we would like sneak. We thought we had this foolproof plan. There was this little shed in the parking lot, so she would get dropped off early, and we go on the other side of the shed to make out. We're just yeah, innocently just, making just... out. And what we didn't realize is our school building was one of those where it was the CYC <laughs> style, so the gymnasium was massive. So when you walked in, you walked into the gymnasium, but it was like two, three stories. So the school didn't start till you got like the th what would be like the third floor. So the school buildings were so high that we didn't realize that people we're who were like you know, could like see us. Father, a whole hand was just so pounding off. Like you were, Jesus yep. Christ! And I was like, you would get caught. It's so funny because we were so innocent, but it was like we thought we found like a spot. What was, what was the crime for making out? No, what? they nobody said. It was just one of those things that people like, oh, like. They were just doing that, but actually, the most embarrassing story that I you two had. have to make out for at least three hours <laughs> so in front of you get. <laughs> well. So she, she, my mom really actually, my mom to this day still like talks to this girl that I used to date when I was like in middle school. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. They have, but they yep. well. So there, there was, there's a yeah. It's weird. I'm it's not a, it's weird. I can't. I love you. Um, weird. But um, <laughs> in any event. She uh, she came to Florida with us. Like we took her to Disney with us as as your girlfriend, as my okay, girlfriend. Okay, okay. Uh, and we went on this ride in like I don't know if it was Epcot or Magic Kingdom. It was Figment? Have you ever heard of this guy? But he was a dragon character that was part of your imagination. And there's this like you go through this area where kind of like the f concept of flubber and all of that came from. So there's okay. journey into imagination. Yeah. So I forget which park it's in. But it's Figment World, and it's this dragon. So there's a ride that takes you through. And what we didn't realize, it takes you through all this darkness. So we're in this cart, and we're just going ham. Like we're just going. Uh, <laughs> and all of a sudden, 
they take your photo. Oh, shit. And then as you're riding through, it's on a giant <laughs> screen. <laughs> and it's just like, we're like raccoons who are in <laughs> trash. <laughs> just like, they just open the back door. And we're like this. And it's just like, and it was like, please take that photo down before the next cart of people yeah, come yeah. by. <laughs> It's just like, do you want to buy the key ring? Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> but like, this you're just like, you're so stupid. Son. Like, you just don't <laughs> yeah. think anybody like you when you're kids. You're just, and now it's even harder because of the cameras and phones, and everybody could be recording oh you. It's I like, even, I but like, even. it was just, it was just innocent, like you know, middle school fun. But like, it was embarrassing. There was embarrassing moments when you thought you had figured it out and you found something secret, and like everybody knows your business. Or the girls who would get hickeys yeah. and then they would try oh, to like God. wear. Like a that turtleneck, was, that, in, in that, a that, turtleneck in like May. <laughs> that's got to be weird for a teacher. Could you imagine being like a teacher and be like, Jesus? Well, there were some kids that wear like a battle, like wear proudly. Yeah, yeah. I could you be like, this bitch has a fucking hit. Can you believe? You know, they were all talking like, you see, you see Ronda, you fucking bitch got a hickey. What Shout out to Desi Masella. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? Like, some like, some some yeah, and then you like, like to tell like a young person, you have to cover up that hickey. Yeah, you fucking weirdo. Like that's yeah. it's weird. That's it's I've, I've never had a hickey. Yeah. I've never, had, I've never had a hickey. I know we shame them a lot. It's a it's shame. <laughs> well, that, that's when you deserve. It's like well, really. Oh, I don't know. The hickey was like because it's like an innocent thing. Nobody's yeah. gonna get pregnant from a hickey. That's what I'm saying. Nobody's that's what I mean. Get an like, STD from a hickey. But how did you? How did the hickeys get it? First of all, I've known you both for a long time. Never seen hickeys. So no, they're no, they're, no. They're, but they're, I, they're, if you're getting hickeys into your 30s, something's yeah. wrong. So with who, your what, it's when someone's like sucking, sucking on your neck, right? yeah, yeah. kissing like rather than it, yeah, yeah, like sucking to the blood vessels pop, and it leaves the bruise. Yeah. It just fucked up. Kids necking. Up, it's a right? mark that you're getting lucky. It's a mark I, that you get. I guess, but I guess the you just assume like, you get okay, that. Okay, presidential. This guy's over here. <laughs> yeah, over here. Presidential <laughs> bands <laughs> on. Yeah. That was I my thought, presidential I, band. Yeah, your <laughs> badges. There's a different V set and reach on mine. <laughs> Got this outside the shed two yeah. days ago. Yeah. But I just <laughs> like a whole war vest. just assume that like you get a hickey when you were like having sex, right? You don't like you make out and you just start sucking on someone's neck for like six minutes. and Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was pretty much it, Albert. Okay, <laughs> Albert is so cool. He he, does, he thinks hey, you spent. Well, here's the problem: you you were on that date for two hours. You spent the right. first hour and fifty four minutes wondering how to make your move, right. and then it was six minutes, and her dad was there to pick her up. So yeah, yeah. yeah. and you're just grateful that uh, the bruise didn't form till after. Till after till the next morning, and then it's like, oh yeah, it was in school. It happened. But I yeah. mean, we were did we yeah, that was like a, that was a rite of passage, right? To be making out with a they, did you wake out in the hall? Hallways of your high school? Hall On the no. hallway. We, okay. we had a stairwell. What we found out after is the stairwell by the, if you went all the way down, you right. could make, get cover. So you you come get, in, instead of coming weird. up from lunch, right. you could just scoot right over hey, there in the weird and spot. then be the last one. You had time to make out until you heard everybody else file out from the okay. lunchroom. And then once you did that. My school was like, my school was like, Fucking Amsterdam. People were just making out in the hallway. Yeah, see, like, no, I was. I don't. You know, I don't even know if they enjoyed what they were doing or if it was just an opportunity to show the world right. what you Look do. What like this is what I'm about. Well, right? so I kiss pretty girls. Like that's we, what I do. We've had that in the hallways at school. As now, with me as a teacher, and we've seen that. So like, you're not so allowed to do public displays of affection per se. So like, one of the things one year. We, my buddy confiscated a fart machine nice. and it was like a kid had a little speaker and, and it had like, a little remote. Burr, right. And so we were finding fun ways to use it. And so what we would do is like put it in like, or I put it in my pocket or my back pocket and I would go stand over by the, with like my back to them. 
and just hit it <laughs> as they were making out so that it was just noises. Nice. And, okay. you know, you just try to do that to just, like, urge ruin, them on. Ruin the makeout set. We had a guy that would dress up like a drill sergeant on uh, um, Halloween, and he was, like, uh, he was patrolling PDA. He was, like, the PDA drill sergeant, so he would go around just yelling at he's, his couples. That he's still employed? He is. Okay. okay. So he tried to use it as Halloween as his gimmick to go around to go and, like... This, yeah. But like that, you know, just trying. It sounds to, like sometimes there was no making out, and he was desperately trying to get kids to make out. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it's, it's it's like you guys weren't thinking about touching each other, right? And it's like, all right, yeah, man, chill easy, out, dude. Sergeant no one's, PDA. you're a little too interested. So it's like, well, what I've heard is you always have like areas in the school, like the band wing. Yep. Because there's not a lot. No of, one, no one goes not down a lot, there. Like, no one. Yeah, you have the band teachers yeah. are in their room, but there's a lot of real estate there. Yeah. Theater kids, band nooks. kids were fucking. <laughs> Listen, I think they were fucking more than all. They of were us. getting up into. I think they were. I think. I think the studies have shown. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really know if they're showing. Yeah, go to, can we go to the studies? <laughs> can we go to the studies, Neil? No, I think. I think. I think the theater kids probably are the, yeah, the, the most. Yeah, the theater kids are all of them. Yeah, and the guys who the guys and gals who you thought were fucking like the jack, they weren't getting much play. No. So I remember being. So I always did a little bit of drama. Into. And so I remember on one, I didn't do anything in the play, but I did the lighting or whatever backstage stuff. And really, it was just like this panel with like you imagine a, a typical breaker in your house with the different switches. <laughs> so just I had different switches depending on the act that I had the to turn light, on. The red light, that yeah. were, and so I was right where the girls got dressed in between. Oh man! So I be and, and you're like at that point, it's like you're allowed to like see them, and you. <laughs> And it's like this I'm understanding. I'm working here. <laughs> I'm working here. I'm trying to get a hey, job that's for hey, you, girl ladies. I'm working here. No, but uh, but that was the understanding. It was like, oh, you're like the like a family or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, And sure. oh, good. I loved every bit of that. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah, like you, when, you, when you're hanging, when you're like around... That's how it happens when you're around women. It's like, oh yeah, it's like he's like my brother, and then it's just yeah, it's like their bra like, for a second. Yeah. It wasn't like they were getting fully right. nude. It was just like they had to change the leotard or whatever. Yeah. And, right. yeah, see, I was I was doing see, when I was in high school. I was doing my sister is two grades older than me. Right here like we go. Basketball cheerleader. Uh-huh. So all her friends were yep. like, oh man, I I would love when I but I would like come <laughs> home and I'd be like, wait a minute, they're, they're all here. Like they're yep. they're hanging out at my. It was the fucking coolest thing ever because it was all the girls that we all liked and it was just. Cool. It was just fun. Like I, nothing cool. Like I was just like looking yeah, at them. Sure. I wasn't, but it was fun. It was fun oh, for me because it was I like all, all the girls that everyone thought was hot were at my house. Yeah. yeah. My buddy Nick, the guy who did the Jordan Tears, it was somewhere earlier. Well, <laughs> wait, he's we, your buddy. You guys so are friends. We became friends uh, later okay. on, uh, and he had his sister uh, was one of the older sisters, and so they had there was this class like two or three above us. Uh, we would go to every high school basketball game we were in middle school because they were either the cheerleaders yeah. or they were on the girls' basketball team, and we would just sit there and like they were like it was just uh, there it was, was like, just... Le- like Leslie Rock, Leslie Rock. Her name was like it wasn't spelled like Rock. It was spelled like there was a Melissa something. Melissa Buckley, maybe. Oh, I mean, they and were like, you, and you were just sitting uh, in the stands these girls, raging. These girls were like the girls. They were like the untouchables. Like they were like the celebrities. Yeah. Are, well, they were to you, but to, to their yeah, high, yeah, exactly to their right. Eyes, they were probably, just they're probably all now like, like you know soccer moms. Yeah, oh, yeah, totally, like, totally, totally. Um, but for you, that was like the hottest then, thing going. That was, was like, oh, they were like the apex. It was like it was like every movie 
movie. It was like every movie they walked by, it yeah. slowed down. Like yeah. life yeah. slowed down. And they always <laughs> walked in the hallway like four abreast. You know what I mean? No. Like 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 everyone else has to get in this single file yeah. line so you bitches can fucking <laughs> walk like, down like a guy like that's like fucking Budweiser Clydesdales yeah. or some shit. Yeah. Oh, I remember being in in crush with a lot of my older sister's friends. I have two older sisters. Uh, and, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, man, we had, so when my sister was in high school, yeah, just being like, I mean, dumbfounded yes. by just the level, yeah, there's the, nothing, there is a line of like creepy, I feel bad about it now if I think about it, cause they're still friends, like they have kids <laughs> now. And I remember, you know, meeting them just being like, I used to think about when you showered at my house, <laughs> like, <laughs> like just those moments of like, I'm just saying I thought about it. It was just a thought that came into my head. That's all. Just. <laughs> And but there's, anyway, there's, there's this picture that we have that some, was floating around somewhere in one of our photo albums, and it was of, of our like high school years. And it's at my house. My sister had a whole lot of people over, and there's uh, this one girl sitting on the couch, and I and the whole couch is wide open, and I'm sitting right next to her, and I'm, talk, and I'm talking there, and I'm like looking at her like this, and I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "No one said it. No one said anything. No one was like, hey, chill the fuck out.'" I was like in her face, like like I got my smile going, and the whole couch is wide open, and I was like, "Wow, that's." That's what you were doing like every other weekend for, for years. You didn't even realize how much of a creep you were. Whole fucking couch wide it's, open. But it's something about knowing them or like, because like, you know, when I was old enough, I remember when I was old enough at 18, I don't know if you guys did this, but 18 actually went to the strip club. Like as I turned 18 with a couple of my buddies, it was nice. like right at past, wait till midnight, go in. And I'm like, wow, this, what a letdown. I was like, I don't know any of these girls. Like there yeah. was like, there's something yeah. about the mystique of like the, it's, it's not about getting it. It's all about the 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 unattainableness of it, or the fact that you know them. Yeah. But I was like really let down by that. I really thought like, wait, did was, you go to the strip club thinking that like, think all those girls were going to be in? <laughs> I didn't see them, but I thought I would have the same feelings and now get to feel them. Oh, and yeah. it was like, oh, I felt them, but I didn't feel. I didn't feel anything for them, and yeah. I was like, this is a letdown, and now I'm broke. Right, right. You know I just came I mean? up all these I have no money. I thought I had way more money. Turns out they were all singles. And, yeah, and, and nothing. Got, yeah, nothing yeah. to show. So except for the club that allowed the when you were twenty one, then you could get the. They had a keg that once you paid the cover, you could just go there to drink. So we would oh, just go because they would have pool tables and stuff there. So some people would just go. Sometimes to drink. they are kind of fun to just hang out there. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes for other people. I'll be honest. Really. I have not been to one, and I could not tell you. Oh, Last I haven't been to a strip club. I was in a strip club. All right. Well, I know what that means then. Dads are going to <laughs> strip clubs. Dad. Seriously, Why? Why? I wouldn't even know what to I'd be so afraid now that I would like have like a former student in one or something. Oh, I, as oh a, wow. I, I, there's oh, a comic be... uh, who I've talked about before. He's a, he's a good buddy of mine. And just every interaction sometimes always ends in like, you know what we should do? <laughs> you know what we should every, do? You know what I mean? It's like he'll try to get you to go. And I'm going with him, and it's fun. But like I it's I just kind of – I can do 15 minutes, 20 minutes. It's very that, repetitive, it's like, very quick. I throw six – you know, you, you throw You are going to go up on stage and do a set? I do a you... quick 60. <laughs> I do a quick – you know, I do a quick 30-minute set up there. I mean, I did go for my bachelor party. Did you go – did you – no, my you my you know my bachelor party was uh, four women, and, then, and not my wife. <laughs> it sounds like you four brought women. it to you. <laughs> no. We went to a place to play board games. We ate a bunch of edibles and played board games. Okay, that's yeah, cool. that so, was my bachelor party. So I, I yeah, so I when you and you got married a little bit old. I was like yeah. twenty eight or twenty nine, but like 
we went and it was a motley crew of people because I had people who were my age, but then I was friends with all these teachers who were like 10 to 12 years older than me. And From so work. it was this mix of, yeah, of yeah. they got this and the older guys planned it. So they were like reliving their youth. So it was like stretch Hummer. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, they found a place that was BYO. Okay, so, you know, all these dangerous. coolers were loading in. My favorite thing then was Jaeger. So we're drinking Jaeger. Oh my God. And like we get in the thing, we rode up to Reading. And it was supposed to be a place called maybe Owl's Diamond Cabaret or something. Nothing to do with me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so so college kids and older guys all did they together. Mesh well? It was cool. It was cool because they were all all the older guys were divorced or were hoping to soon be divorced. So they were trying to live like they were the other guys' ages who hadn't been married yet. And it was kind of cool though. But the problem was the younger guy, my buddy Bobby. We get to Reading. It was 45 minutes. He's got a piss. Like, he's been sitting in the car. He broke the seal before we left. Rookie Dick. mistake. Bobby doesn't know Drinking shit. the 45 minutes there, and he had to go so bad that he popped right out of the stretch hummer, went about back, and took a piss. Well, so the rest of us get out, and this woman that, like, is, like, Large Marge from the PB Herman movie comes out. So where is he? Oh, she could see on the camera. And, and she saw on the camera that he went so back he by the dumpster and took a piss. He got arrested? Where is he? And so no, she's like, you're all out of here. I'm like, we uh, haven't even been in here Oh, yet. my God. What, and I'm like, look, it's a ton of us. We're getting off. Yeah, we're going to spend we're money. To, yeah. We're bringing the coolers off. Nope, we got to load them all back on. We go to this other place that's not like 30 minutes away that's oh my not God. This, it. Wait, wait a second. You're telling me that a strip club got pissed at you for a guy, for a, a, him a guy pissing? Piss. And that that became his nickname. So all of the other ones called him Pisser. And so then like we get in the thing. We're like, doing oh, art in here, guys. You think you can go around yeah, back? Right. And he went around back. It wasn't like he like desecrated. He found like a spot. Desecrated. It's not a church. It's like what Chappelle. the fuck are we doing here? Chappelle's got that bit where yeah, he's like, yeah, I can yeah. take a five dollar bill up around like, like I have a hat so, on when I do it. So then we load it all back in and everybody's pissed because now the next place is not BYO. It's not the fun one. It's the well, shit it's not one. BYO. It, yeah. And so now everybody had put all their money into the oh, thing. Man, I so, drink now, the but they they rallied for me because by this point i'm obliterated i have no idea what's going on i'm having a great time i'm speaking spanish to these because we're in reading so i'm like in there speaking spanish to people and when we leave and apparently everybody the older guys were pissed because they were like we got to spend extra money oh, now oh, like, guys everybody's trying to, money. young guy will blow that money and so we fun. get back and everybody's kind of so we get to the next place though but here's the best part we get to the next place we get get in there bobby gets in pisser pisser gets up to the counter doesn't have his ID with him. Yo, Bobby, was Bobby invited to the wedding after all this shit? <laughs> He's such a good guy, too. Yeah, he, he, like, he really messed idea. up. He, left his he idea. just had a day. He uh, really messed up. So, wait, what do you do? So, he do you, takes you a tell cab. Bobby? Okay. He takes a cab back to Phoenixville to from keep. Reading, costing, like, 75 bucks. So, that's his penance for for the whole ordeal, yeah. but it's still put out. So, we end up having it. We get back in the limo. I'm still wound for sound. I'm asking them to take me to the bar. Bar where Amanda and I used to go, where I proposed to her at this, where we used to play trivia there. Okay. And I'm like, oh, you got to take me to Jack's. And so one of the guys who designated to be the sober guy, two of the sober older guys. Definitely an older dude. No yeah, young guys. Two older guys. Yeah. Mark, two Marks, Mark Hofer, Mark DeFuss. Great guys. So Mark comes with me, and the other guy's like, all right, I'll ride the limo back to the house. I'll get the car, and that'll give him 10, 15 minutes, whatever. We walk into this place, and it's packed. And I go to the corner, I order a Jack and Coke was my drink of choice back then. And I order one, but all I have is this memory of there being one there. And I'm like, oh, did I, is that mine? So I grabbed it. It wasn't mine. It was a dude who was in the bathroom. 
And I'm just sitting there drinking this guy's drink. He comes out of the bathroom. He looks like Danny Trejo. Oh like, shit! You know yeah, Danny Trejo has a scary like. looking motherfucker. Yeah, because like, so he comes in, and then my and I at this point I remember none of this. My buddy Mark's recounting it to me, and I'm like, because the next day I woke up with my face bandaged. Oh really? Face is bandaged. Nose is killing me. Danger of punching the nose. So I was like, "Oh, did the mean streets get me?" <laughs> Turns out, when he came back to the bar, my buddy's like, "Oh no, looking for the bouncer or whatever." Well, this guy comes up to me and uh, he's like, "All I remember is you said something to him in Spanish. He looked at us and then he hugged you and said, we're now family.'" <laughs> And what? I was like, well, what happened? hurt your nose? So I was like, well, what happened to the nose? Then I punched he's you like, in the nope. face. He's like, no, then we got you out of there. The other Mark got there. We go up there. We got you out of the car. You zigged when you should have zagged, and you face planted oh, in the middle of the street without putting your hands up to brace yourself. Wow. <laughs> so drunk. And apparently my buddy and his fiance, whose house I was staying, my best man, she's like, you know, recounting it like Joe Buck on a play-by-play. Oh, shit. He's going down. He's going... And she was a makeup artist, so she had to do my makeup for my face so that, like... Because it was the week before the wedding to make oh, sure... Oh, it was the week before the wedding. That's how you do it. You Because bachelor parties usually, like, right around the wedding time, yep. right? Oh, man. It was... I mean, I've been to bachelor parties at strip clubs, and I've, I mean, I'm, I've had fun but i'm not a big strip club guy how long are you supposed to be i can't get the timing i'm like listen i got 60 bucks to spend it's in dollars right. i go in i start having fun i you know yeah you're well, great as long as you don't go to the private room as long as you don't do the lap dance uh, that 60 will last i just mean like yeah sure i mean yeah. i don't know i i spend a couple bucks each you know person each song or whatever and then i'm done you know and i'm kind of like all right, well, I'm this bored. This was fun. Yeah, I'm bored. Go get some uh, mozzarella sticks yeah, from the back. Yeah. It's been 45 <laughs> minutes at the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I, go I, I, where else? I've been to bachelor parties at casinos. You ever do that one? Oh, yeah. Seems like I want to go to the casino. Oh, yeah, we did casino. Because the guy's a yeah. degenerate gambler. Yeah. But see, that I don't gamble. Tough. So I'm like, good, here we are. I, well, I went to one. It was cool, but everybody else was doing like hold them. And I was like, ah, it's too much for me. I would sit at the blackjack table. Too heavy. You probably had more fun. At the I had way more fun. I sat on like... 20 bucks playing $2 hands, getting my free drinks coming over, whatever. And I was, I only spent 20 bucks and was content for three hours. And they all were miserable because they, they lost like hundreds. We were in Atlantic City once for a strip club and Oof. I got pickpocketed oh, yeah. by Ooh. one of the girls. Mm -hmm. Did you notice right away? I noticed right away. But I didn't put it together that I was pickpocketed. I noticed that my, my, my credit card was missing. Mm. And I was like, wait, I had it. And then like, Somehow the guy goes and he opens the ATM machine, the ATM, because he, we thought maybe it was stuck in the machine. And I was like, no, someone got me, like something. And somehow I had to wherewithal to call and cancel the card. Right. Yeah, which was go. pretty good because I was pretty, pretty fucking drunk. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but I, what, I think it was one of the girls who worked there got me. And, um, you know, that was probably one of the last times I went. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I went. I went with again. Shout out to Ezu Masella. Uh, Jesus, <laughs> I'm not trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I met De Des. I mean, we were never together. Neil's a stepdad for Desi Masella's kid. No, no, no. Come on. No, we were never. Yeah, Des just. Happened. She was just the the bubbly girl in class who had a good disposition and a, a good position. Uh, <laughs> she again would flashes. It was just whatever. It was. It was, was fun. A great girl. But then, yeah, later I saw her later in life. We we're probably in college at this point, and we went to a strip club. She was just the. It was. She was dating a guy uh, that I knew and we just happened to see each other in Atlantic City she's like let's go let's just go to a strip club whatever and we went to the proper one I think it's not Delilah's 
The other one, it has like the two story pole in uh, AC. I would recommend that door one. over here. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Well, it's AC. There's like, yeah. you know, it's, it's again. That's like, yeah, it really is. Yeah, I get that. There's not too many. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it, you know, you either go to bare exposures. Whew, that's where you get pickpocketed. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's like full nude if you're the bachelorette guy, uh, the bachelor party. They'll like guy. tie you up on stage. They'll tie you up, up, full nude lady, and then just put wallet. their butt in the face in that whole. Oh, yeah, that that that's a fucking I have gamble. Seen that, that is a gamble. It is. I did not know to what level he they do it, and I was like, that is pink eye, sir. That oh, is oh, you oh, just oh, got oh. pink eye, dude. This girl is a stranger with a sweaty ass <laughs> that's been mm -hmm. groped by everybody in mm -hmm. here. Is now, yeah, it's like, whoa, whoa, I didn't sign up. Bless her heart. That's a, that's a, you, you show up to your fucking wedding. Yeah. With the, I blame the dude. I'm the like, dude, sword. chill. It I turns out it was, it was, uh, Des. The Desi was it. <laughs> it was Des. It was but Des. Actually, uh, were you stuck in the friend zone a lot or no? Did you feel like. Oh, well, yes. I mean, at the time in high school. Yeah. Like, no, I was, I had a like, bit of that. I knew it because we had a girl, Brittany, who would come to the house parties when we were in like high school and my buddy had a house like attached to his parents and they let us party there and we they would like play she would always be down to play like strip uh poker or whatever or whatever oh, yeah. and she'd be the first to like miss intentionally yeah, yeah. yeah so she did an there was an amateur night the one time at one of the local clubs and she said she was gonna do it because if you won you won money or whatever and i knew i was in the friend zone with her because she's like so she's like, oh, sit down front so I can come over to you. Oh, yeah. And she did. I was like, did oh, I was like, this is great. But it meant I was in the friend zone. It was like 100%. being the backstage at the thing, yeah. which was fine because I got what I needed out of that. Did equation. she win? Did she win? Did she win? She did not win. Okay. But I, in my book, she won. Was she good? Like, <laughs> did she do well? I don't remember. I just remember boobs in my face, and they were hers. And they were what funny. kind of? How were your parties in, in high school? Were they good parties, or was it just like a bunch of people sitting in a room like this, drinking beer and talking? And so there was always an activity happening, whether it was like beer pong, but or music playing, and people were in the rooms, kind of socializing, or in the yard, like dude. But I, there was usually something happening, or somebody playing Power Hour, or, you know, dude, that I, card. Games. I had at one summer, man. When we when we found out that we could get booze consistently, and we knew that we liked girls and we all wanted to be around them, one summer, I had great fucking parties at my house. Music playing, people dancing. I used to live flip in a cup. I, you ever do flip cup? Flip, no, no, flip cup. We weren't playing games. We were like, ah. all right. So I used to live in a house. I used to live in a house that used to be a bed and breakfast. So ah. it was large. It was big. Ah. It was big, and it, it had the room where they would probably do their brunches or something. And that was like our TV room, like our family room. And it was in towards the back of the house. We had like music playing, people like dancing in the room. It was it was like like a party you would see on TV, like it was really happening. I got about four of them in and then we got busted one night. This girl got way too fucking drunk <laughs> and just, just ruined the whole thing. But they were like good fucking parties. People would show up, like sometimes we had to tell people they had to leave. And um, it was like it would always be me and like four of my buddies, and then like all these fucking girls. It was we're gonna great, we're gonna man. bring a buddy of mine on. At, he's because he's a dad too. His name is Michael, and he would have he had the house that when you instantly around you, he was an old country club. It was the old Scranton Country Club, and his, his dad was his house. Yeah, and his dad had worked in the city doing like some really interesting like construction engineering stuff. So they were well to do. So he had bought the old Scranton Country Club. Looked like a castle, like a yeah. mini little castle. Had all the things like they had these like outside patios where they probably had brunch and had a solarium and it had a full basement. It had the bathrooms with the big urinals. So oh, it nice. was cool because if you had a party there, there was enough there places was enough to room go. To party, yeah. You'd go and there was a guy's room and a girl's room yeah. and there were stalls and there were, it was like perfect. And so he would have 
ragers. I mean, yeah. music on every floor. He had skee-ball. He had a pool yeah, table, a ping-pong yeah, table. He had big couches everywhere with video games. Like, everybody's just partying. Yeah. And uh, it was the first place I ever got drunk. We played Flip Cup, and it was a school night. But, you know, his parties would get so crazy. There was a girl one time. She was, like, one of the cheerleaders. I saw her go into his mom's office, squat in the Take corner, and just piss, piss in the yeah. corner of her mom's office. Yep. She was so drunk, she didn't even know where she was. Yeah. I walked I was like, I, I was like, where is she going? I walked in, I'm like, oh, what is happening? Yeah. And, like, people would get so obliterated. And their only rule was, it was in the middle of nowhere. The only rule was you, you had to, drive. like, leave your keys. Did right. you did you ever have anyone, like, have, like, an alcohol poisoning or like drink too much and die kind of so we never that serious but there was an instance uh and i uh, there was an instance where we had to call the yeah. call the ambulance because somebody had dropped somebody had dropped this person off at the party they must have had a bad reaction so they were trying to un unload oh, this person dumping the person and they got to us and was like foaming at the mouth like oh, had to shit. call yeah, had fuck to call that. an ambulance. You ever like, had that? You ever? Had uh, no, I don't think so. I've seen. I, I went on a ride along in Philly. And I saw that at a college level, but I was like, I was older, but it wasn't someone that I knew. Dude, yeah, luckily I, didn't I have we're that. so lucky. I, we we didn't know what we were doing. Well, sure. now with drugs, we didn't and know fentanyl and all sorts of stuff. Dude, we listen. This is, this is how fucking crazy. Like, this is how dumb we were. So our, I think I may have said this. Our our um, high school one year for like the prom. Gave us tall shot glasses, and on them it said like the night to remember, the fantasy of love, whatever the fuck. Let's do it. Yeah, Who green light that? That's yeah, so funny. right. So the tall shot glasses. So someone I know, uh, this this crew of dudes I knew, they, they play basketball. They measured out how much each one, like what line, yeah. and and like the rite of passage was like six, <sighs> six shooters. So we were called, dude. We would take. Six shots of like Vladimir's, like, oh, like Bankers Club, like, that like kind rubbing of style. alcohol yeah. vodka and just boom, just knock them back, drink some orange juice and be like, woo, this is fun. I am so thankful that none of us, fucking, it was horrible. Then we started doing it with Soka. We would drink anything six at a time. Yeah. I'm so glad that we we didn't have anyone fucking that because we didn't know what the fuck. Well, we imagine that's why I was so grateful that I like they talk about gateways, but I never went beyond the gateways. So it was like, but like that that girl that one day just clearly had some other stuff going on. But like you imagine now, like kids thinking they're getting something and something else. Yeah, we were yeah, I was yeah. at a concert as an adult. We used to go every year to Penn's Peak. Uh, for Thanksgiving, I meet up with some old friends. There was like a Grateful Dead cover band, which wasn't my style. Great room. My friends loved it. Yeah, Dark yeah. Star Orchestra. That's a Grateful Dead cover band. Yeah, I'm at Penn's Peak. It's a great room as well. It's, well, it's a great really room too. Great venue. But like this thing, once. this was like a really cool thing. I, like I was just there to hang out with my buddies. They liked it, so I'm like, all right. And uh, we would go every year. And then a couple years ago, we did a reunion as older guys. Like, let's go back. Let's They're still do it, there. baby. And so we're doing it. We're trying. And then, like, guys are passing stuff in the, the thing, like vape pens or something. And, like, people just start, like, you just noticed a guy fell. And then, Ooh, like, another fuck. guy, like, everybody was, like, really, it was really weird. I'm like, are we just older now? And everybody, like, was this always happening like yeah. this? And so we, because we were older, like, we left early. Because we were just done. We had yeah, enough. Yeah, we couldn't hang like over. we used to. Well, we had drank. We went to the bar and would have some like club soda and vodkas and whatever and do a shot or two. But that was it. And so we left. We went back to the hotel. 
Well, it came across on social media. They actually had to shut the concert down like maybe 15, 20 after we left because there was an outbreak. Somebody was passing something that had fentanyl in it and people were going down. And they were dropping dead, And they had to stop it because they had to get ambulances in there to get people out. fuck? And it was this huge issue. And I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful. All of the times my mom like harped on me to like, like that put a little bit of thing in me to like not go too crazy i'm grateful yeah. because like i wouldn't have taken something from well, someone they, I they do at a grateful dead concert no all right i'm not you can't be just passing me shit yeah at a room full of friends i i probably would but i would respect i wouldn't be partying with people i couldn't yeah couldn't so but i would yeah but like people were but clearly not there were clearly people there that were like i know people who like buy coke and they can like test it can you isn't there like a way to test to make sure that stuff is good I know people who like. I've do never. Stuff like I, that. You know, I've never even seen it. I've never Cocaine? even seen coke. I, I mean, seen I, have. <laughs> I've, yeah. I have. Never well, like, I have never done it. Never done it. I had Sorry, a buddy one time who, like, I knew they were. Some of my friends were into it, and I, what I realized is because they knew that, like, and my moms were nurses, so like there was just a thing, like in me to not go too crazy, but they would just leave and I'd be alone at this party. I'm like, where is that? And then they'd show back up and And then they would show back up. And what I noticed is the next day when I, we would, I would stay over and we would hang, they would be so depressed. It was like, it was so, but in any event, I knew my one friend was doing it and he tried to mess with me. So he put creatine in his hand. He's like, Hey man, look what I got. And I slapped it out of his hand and then instantly backhanded him in the face. And he's just, and then I think it was after that that people were like, "Oh yeah, don't don't try to like ask yeah, him yeah, for it." Jay, Jay but like, really I, that was that was the only thing I thought I was seeing it, and it was just creatine uh, powder. I found all the all the kids, that, all the dudes that were doing coke back in the day, they still do it. That's a, that's what's crazy. Like they don't really stop. Well, I know they were very energetic for the rest of that night. Oh, yeah. But when I would see them the next day, and like we'd be trying to watch football on a Sunday, and they would just like keep the house all dark and like lay in the couch, and you're just like, I don't, this is depressing. You guys suck. I haven't told us in like an adult. I was with uh, my ex at the time, and I was trying to tell her that like we were at uh, actually a place not far from her, but some of the upscale apartments uh, for Mm. like a New Year's Eve thing. And I was like, this is a nice apartment. This is really nice. And it's a lot of, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, but the, the owners of the apartment, I kind of got the sense that, you know, I was like, I kind of get this. They're, they were richer. They were white. You know, I kind of get this already. And she at the time is actually going to be a cop. But I'm like, I'm, I'm like, she's like, yeah, I'm just going to say bye. I was like, well, don't, cause they're in the back room. Don't open that. And door. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, don't go in there. They're, they're doing Coke. And she's like, what? They're not, I know them. They're not doing Coke. She walks in, they're doing Coke. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, they have yeah, yeah like a dollar bill. It's like on the door. And I'm like, I told, I'm Brit. I'm, I, you know, I, I I'm know garbage. Is, yeah, I yeah. trust me when I tell you when someone's <laughs> doing Coke, I know, like, I get it. Like, it's fine. She, she was kind of like disappointed though. I was like, it is a rich, I guess it is rich. Yeah. So, is it still, is it still prevalent like that? Well, like, now you have to have a tester to your point. Like a lot of people, they, yeah, it's, there's easier ways to test it and stuff like that. But like, yeah, you, you need to have money to do Coke. That's the whole thing. I don't see. I don't. See, I feel like I. Scary. I'm not what do you out think? much, I don't man. Know. I'm not out. Well, you imagine? Well, you imagine what their drugs. I mean, you know, drugs are going to be like ten years from now. What's it going to be? Oh know, man, sure. who the fuck knows? I, I guess they just. How do drugs? They just keep on making new drugs, right? Like, did fentanyl exist thirty years ago, or is this like a new thing that is now in the out, out here? Fentanyl, I think, in my uh, I'm sure it existed, but like maybe it wasn't. At a level where it was getting out on the street. Well, it's synthetic, right? Fentanyl synthetic, so it probably didn't exist. It's like Dilaudid, where it's oh, a okay. synthetic opiate. Like it's like so someone's making that. So in yeah, that, that was but a drug. Was it made for something? Was it? Did it maybe pain, serve a purpose? Maybe. Yeah, no. These drugs and are then, for same thing with the opioid opioid crisis we dealt with. Yeah. These drugs were specifically for people dying of cancer. 
and then marketed towards yeah. the mass public. So yeah, um, fentanyl kind of got so out. Something out started. there now that's like that that's maybe going to make its so, way. So how's that. it work? So fe- so if someone gets fentanyl, they find out what it is, and then they like scientifically break it down and find out how they can remake it, yeah. or are they like still getting legal fentanyl? And then turning it to the streets. How, how the right. fuck does that work? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's what's happening is every time you have we have junkies, unfortunately, and people who abuse the the, the drugs often, or when they have availability to them, you will have drug dealers who then start mixing stuff into the products because they, you know, a lot of times, like you got to remember when people oh, like overdose. Drug sales go up. Uh, people like that because they're like, they're like it, they're, yeah. well, they're so fucked up. They they think they can handle it, whatever it might be. You know, they they're they're dealing in the the grips of an addiction there. So like their drug sales go up when they hear there's something out in the street that's powerful because they just oh. care about powerful. So it's it's dangerous that way. So but once you it gets out of the system or other countries, it's obviously Mexico. It's easier to get drugs over there. Sometimes so they're mixing them in. You know, it's uh it's a it's a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very very tough. Back to school though, guys. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> no. Well, that's a, but when <laughs> we have well, we have a lot of that. With like there's a we had trainings and stuff right. with that you know I even have some bits that I work on that I talk about like because we did we had training on what to watch for what kind of a lot of it's the vape pens now yeah, yeah. and like are you narking up and everything like that at the no, school not, no 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 they don't we never went that far with any of it most of it was like <laughs> that's hey, in the city now like there's just organizations yeah, that will yeah. teach you how to use narking well they'll show you all that's the stuff that the kids might have on them and then right. then you notice. Like kids who they'll know who the kids are that the dealers are now, mm. and so th- some of those will be like, "Hey, if that kid ever has to go to the restroom, you have to call the office to let us know because oh, we wow. think that they're selling." And so that they were really behind. As as I worked in the discipline team, I would see that there were plans and like, oh, to we ca- think they this want to catch them right handed so they can get rid of them. And so they were like, you know, which bathrooms they were going to, and there was codes and all. Like, there's a whole underbelly. Now, why would you sell? Why would you sell the drugs at school when you can sell them after school? That's seems kind of silly i don't well, know yeah, but you're not, the first you couldn't. no 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 why that's no because well it depends on the district if you're in a district that's like rural and spread out oh you, you don't that, have you that school that is your oh, hub that's your, okay. that's where your that's where your business is that's like being at the mall yeah. but the mall was to the 80s and 90s it's the school, school for these kids and so it's 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 all of those moments and that's that's why it's like because if we're talking about these people on the street these are kids these are just grown-up kids who yeah. are continuing to, it's just it's unfortunate, but then there's a whole underbelly where the kids are making money, and maybe these are kids in a disadvantaged family, and they're making money they're paying for the their family. I, and, I knew a kid who made the first vape pen. This, this is so bad. This is so fucking bad. I'm not going to say his name. If he hears this, he knows exactly who the fuck he is. Like, he's got to be the only one in the world who's done this. You remember those pilot pens that had like the ink you could see through yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He found a way to like clear those out, like like open it up, Extract the ink, and this motherfucker would put gas in the pen oh and poke God. holes in the back, and he would huff the fucking oh, gas. Yes, wow. yeah. yes. And he'd be like, "Oh, yeah. fuck." When I was in, college. yeah, yep. dude, that was the first vape pen. I was like, "Wow, that's what? insane." That yeah, was, yeah. I saw the opioid crisis in real life. I, there was a kid who was smoking uh, opioids at, when I worked at col- uh, in college. I worked at an arcade. And this oh, kid yeah. was smoking. I didn't, it was, I was already in it. And I was just like, yo, dude, you can't do that here. Like if you, I ever see you do it again, like I'm just going to, you know, yeah, I tell yeah. people like you're messed up at work, but he was just, yeah, he would take a hollow out, just any pen, whatever, pill in one side. And he would just smoke he it. He would smoke Terrified the pill. me. Yeah. He yeah. Was, he would, you, does the pill still work in the gas Yeah. Form? He's getting something. Now, what was that kid? So that kid that was doing that, that vape pen, what was his family life like? Um, yeah. A uh, single mom, uh, dad was, 
around, but he spent most of his time with his mom. Um, I know that there was cigarette smoking. I don't know if his parents were doing drugs. Yeah, I, the kid right now is the man right now is super successful. He was very, okay. very he was very, very smart. You play with he's the very mechanically inclined. That's what's and, tough. And and he's like he's fine. He's a fine. He's normal, but. Back then, that's what he wanted to do, and I guess, and I don't know how much of that was he wanted to do it, or he wanted to be known as the guy who did it, but he did it. Did you guys ever go to school high? I mean, was no. Was that a thing where you lived? Never. I mean, no. I well, Worst I was doing was maybe smoking a cigarette before school, okay. which at that point was Might giving well me high. a little <laughs> high. Uh, but that was like, and that was like eleventh grade before I like got, yeah, we uh, got that was cavalier we got enough. But that's why I just wonder. Like, I think the common denominator is I know my my mom was clear about how she felt about drugs and stuff, and it didn't mean it didn't experiment because I'm I can't expect that my daughters aren't going to experiment something's or gonna happen something. Oh, yeah, yeah, something's gonna happen. But like, I feel like the common denominator is going to be talking about it and not pretending it doesn't exist or like you know, I hope that. I hope that I can have that conversation in a way that doesn't shut them off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, your you, your kids are going to think like do you think your kids are going to think you're like a square? Like like when you tell them stories or you talk about things, are they going to think like here's dad doesn't know shit about shit? Or are you going to be like, you know, when I was your age cuz like I I keep it real, I, I we go to school high or we like especially if there's a field trip. If there's a field trip and we're going to yeah. be on the bus we called them journeys. We would drive out in the woods, smoke all of whatever we could, and we'd be stoned till lunchtime. Like, just, I mean, in college, like, I, at college, I hooked up with a couple of guys that we would just go somebody's car in the back parking lot, and you would just, you know, hot box the car, and then you'd go back into the room and watch, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah that's, that's stimpy, you know. Yeah, like, like that's cr- that's that's crazy. Dude, I remember guys would smoke weed. And then they'd be in wood shop. And it's like, wow, this is like not where you need to be right now. Like you're yeah. fucking stone. That's a lathe. Like, they call some... him nine fingers Larry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Something bad's gonna happen. I remember this one time. I was uh, paranoid. Uh, was that you didn't get paranoid? Over? I was young, so I was just all like, fun. Whatever, you know what yeah. I mean? But I remember I was a senior and uh, there was a teacher who had, was my homeroom teacher when I was younger, and then ended up being a teacher of mine when I was older. And he was always in my ear about things. And he was a cool dude. And one day I was in school and I was high. I was like fucking ripped. And uh, he comes and leans against the locker right next to me. He's like, where are you going to college next year? And I told him. Mm-hmm. He's like, you playing ball? And I was like, yeah. And then he looks around and goes, there's rumors going around that you're getting in some real wacky shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm high as can be. I, I got to assume he knows. Or, yeah, or, yeah. And I was like, what? He was like, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. He just kept it real. He's like, you're getting in some wacky shit. I was like, oh. he was like, yo, you're going to break your mother's heart. Mm-hmm. Be fucking smart. And then he walked away. Now, I was still into some wacky shit, <laughs> but I took what he said and I was yeah. like, yeah, maybe you mm-hmm. should like at least mask it so everyone doesn't know that you're being an asshole. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're stoned and some teacher's up in your face talking to you about being into some wacky, oh, I thought my world was going to end right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. But well, it's like people yeah. don't hide it. Well, I was at, I had a gig, uh, like where I was like governor's up in Long Island. And like there, I guess it's league, it's like recreationally legal now. In New York, I mean. But like, but I, we were in the back and there was another room there. And the other room, there were a bunch of comics on that show. But like, I'm sitting there about to go on and all of a sudden the wow just comes oh, yeah, in yeah, you just get that like dude ever like i would i don't know it's just like when i hear when i see the younger comics like at the mics and they come by and you're just like whoa well the, you know the uh, when, it, when you link this with comedy i think a lot of times people think that they're high and nobody else knows so they're on stage and you're thinking to yourself this would be good if you weren't stoned out of your fucking yeah. gourd like this is good stuff but like your inability to put together a sentence and how you're laughing at yourself yeah. at the wrong times like 
you ruined this and it's because you're fucking high. Because uh-huh. I stopped drinking because I used to think when I drank, I got like good. Yeah. And then one day I, I, I was like looking at her. I couldn't even like, I was like, hey, you're, dr- you're a drunk and you're not, you don't sound as good as you think you do. Yeah. And then I just fucking... I, I mean, at first it's like, I think it's you're playing, you're testing the boundaries, you're seeing what it does to you. But then what happens is for some people, that's why I asked about that kid's like home life. Because then is it something that you're using recreationally to just, hey, have fun? Like I like to go on a roller coaster, but I don't want to live my life on a roller coaster <laughs> versus where I'm doing that to avoid doing something else. And so when it becomes a thing that you're doing to escape or yeah. you're trying to level up, uh, that's when I think it gets, that's when I think it gets sad when I'm seeing somebody doing it cause they can't deal with what's going on. Right, right, right. They don't want to feel the feelings that they have right now. And when you're avoiding it rather than doing it because it's a weekend, a and weekend, you're unwinding that's, that's and you're usually socially the sign. lubricating yourself. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah, that was probably me. That's usually the sign when, when yeah. the weekend ends and you're still pursuing it or trying to do it. That's when you have a problem. If you're someone's like, hey, it's, fr- it's Friday, five o'clock on a Friday, let's do all the bad things. Then Sunday at three o'clock, you're like shaving and getting ready for work the next day and you're done. That's when it's cool. When you're like Monday night and you're getting into the same shit you were doing on Saturday, that's when it's like, oh, you probably. I will say, I have, I have two close friends who are no longer my friends. And if they hear this, they'll know who they are. One of which was one of my closest friends for a long time and he, he got caught, he got alcoholism. And he was an alcoholic and he's cleaned himself up. But uh, the problem is, I think he, we were so much of a part of each other's lives during that period that he had to separate himself from uh, the triggers. The the people. And And include, even though I wasn't one, I was in that realm of his life that we can no longer, and I I feel like sad about that. Yeah, Yeah, but you got to, you respect it. But yeah, yeah, you got to respect it. I like his Facebook post, but then I have another one who's fallen off the map who I think is still into all of it. His parents had recently passed away. A lot of other things had happened. I used to reach out every year or so, Mm -hmm. but like since my wedding, and that was like 12 years ago, like I I just thought we would have always been like old men on rocking chairs, like, and like he's, and I think he's still, but in my, in my heart, I'm like, if he ever comes around, he ever calls me, I'll totally pick up the phone. I'll totally make an effort, but I just watched, I watched him hit some lows. I'd never seen people hit before. And I've had two really close friends like that. And one's cleaned themselves up. One, I think he's still going through it and it's heartbreaking to watch that. And like that for me is such a hard trigger that I think I was you know, you learn that lesson the hard way and you're like, okay, well then I don't want to be that. that. I don't, you know, that's one thing I would tell my kids. Like, I was like, Hey, if I could do it again, one, don't be like peer pressure. Like I hate, there's so much peer pressure growing up from, you know, different aspects, but oh, like, God, it's but drinking it's like, Hey dude, if you're going to, if you're 17 and I've got kids with that, it's like one thing I don't want to hear out of you guys is peer pressuring someone else to do drink or drink more, or drink this. It's like, that's what really should have been. I stopped doing that very early on. I was like, dude, they don't want to drink. Just leave them alone. Like just, yep. why oh are you God. forcing dude. them or like making, yeah, calling them pussy well, and, and I, stuff like that. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out, we're out doing shows and th- there, there's right. alcohol all over the place. I drink club soda. Right. Yep. If someone's like, you drink it there, it's always, even to the, I'm fucking 39. I'm yeah. talking to someone who's 38 and it's like, well, you drink a water pussy. And it's like, why, why does it, why is this affecting your world at all? Yeah. Like why you, you're worried that much what I'm doing. Well, cause but, they want that. They want, they, they don't want to be the only ones. Cause they want to be look, walking, Yeah. Cause that's what it is. And if for the peer pressure, I don't tell my daughter when they get older, there's the world's such a small place. Now you're telling me you can't, there's one thing if you're in a, na- if you're in a neighborhood and it's pre cell phones and your, your circle is small yeah. 
But now the world's your oyster. Join a group. Join another team. There's got to be an online forum. There's a place where you can be around other peers now. And so there's so many other peers that pick the right peers to be around so that right. the, if there are peer pressure, then maybe it's because mm. they want you to join a book club with them or they want you to go right, on right. They want you to here. learn chess. Yeah. They want you to do yeah. something else. And let's let's get the peer pressure on to be on the right track. But right. Th- those things, yeah, I think it's all a part of it. You know, we talked about episodes before bullying and stuff. I think there's rites of passage and things that have to happen but you have to find a boundary uh and hopefully you have parents who are going to talk you through it and be open and communicate yeah. about the dangers and 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 be honest about what they experienced as a kid yeah like um, i will probably tell my daughter that i was in school high i'll probably tell her that yeah, yeah. Because I want I don't want her to think like, oh, here's my dad, he doesn't get it. Right. Like, oh, I get it. I've yeah, done yeah. I've done this shit, kiddo. Like I, yeah. I fucking get and like you said, I got a friend now who's re he's coming out of it. But he was in the drug game in the for fucking years, man. And then you know, then you get locked up and then this happens and that happens. He's now emerging and I, I, I want him to do well so fucking badly. Like I really do. I want to see him come out on please come out on top, bro. You know the fuck I'm talking to. Please come out on top. And it's like I I don't yeah it's it's sad. Well and that's why the Andrew Duck episode we did I think was so impactful yeah, because yeah. there's a guy that's doing it that. Came there's out a guy that's yeah. that's that's turning all of that into a positive. He seems to be killing it right now yeah. just personally too like Come in the so baby. You hope you hope that that yeah you always hope for that. I think that's and that's how parents are going to be with kids cuz that's what's so gar- heart-wrenching for the parents oh, is God, that they unconditionally be. love their kid and see that go down the rabbit hole and have to give the tough love uh, that's, that's heartbreaking. So any parent out there who's ever dealt with a kid on and still maybe wondering where they are right now, that's, I mean, that's a reality for a lot of people yeah. right now. And I'm grateful. And I, and I hope that I have enough of a relationship with my daughters that, uh, they don't go down that path or, you know, if they see that in friends that they know, you know, how to be there for them. Yeah. So. There you go. You guys got anything coming up in the first week of September past that? Anything uh, you want to? Yeah, I thought I'll just uh, check the check the socials. Yeah. Uh check yeah, Jay Yoder Comedy, uh jayodercomedy.com. Yeah. Uh yeah, we keep uh, keep it up to date. Albert posting all the time. So Albert Davis underscore fourth. I'm working on it. I'm trying to get better. I'm working on it. There'll yeah. be shit there. There'll be something there for you to look yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, find us. We're around, we're doing yeah. stuff. We're yeah. here and every week tune in and tell a friend. And tell your friends, yeah, man. This is some fucking seriously dad shit. Let's That's go. Right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Have a great school year, everybody. Back to school. Thank you for listening to the dads for once. Give these daddies a break. And maybe follow, subscribe, like, and comment to the dads on Instagram and YouTube at Seriously Dad Pod. Rate and review Seriously Dad Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Seriously, Dad. How you doing? This is Neil Wood from the Cult of Us podcast. Speaking on behalf of Drop 10 Media Network, the network you're currently listening to. Make sure to check out all the other podcasts on the network. You can go to drop10.com to check them all out. Make sure to like, subscribe on everything that you see Drop 10 on. We appreciate it. Go to drop10.com now. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.